So I think virtually everybody that is a hardcore HHN fan was waiting around anxiously with the thought being the worst possible case scenario is that we get absolutely nothing. And the most logical scenario being you get a reveal, like maybe we'll get the commercial, we'll get the houses, we'll get you know something big for the event. And uh, we, we, we got nothing. Paul, what do you think? Uh, hold on a second. Is she murdering someone? <laughs> yeah, you heard that? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, hold on. Uh, I just had a bad accident in my game room. Holy <laughs> What, you shot? Is it a diarrhea accident? Oh, it looks like it. If I were to send you a screenshot right now, holy crap, this is bad. <laughs> holy <laughs> So I will pick up at some point and say, Paul, what do you think? But, yeah, sorry. Um, wow. Yeah, I know. You see that? You know what caused that? No. I opened this uh, shake. Yeah. I just popped the top. It shot all over the wall. And me. But mainly that. It, it looks like you shit all over the wall. I know. <laughs> Did you guys go to get uh, frozen yogurt again? No, I had this uh, milkshake from like breakfast. Jesus. Oh my god! From like I don't know earlier in the day or yesterday or who knows when, and uh, it's in like one of these thermos, you know, containers. <laughs> and uh, I just popped the top, and it's like all the compression. It's like boom! And I'm like, oh, like oh man. <laughs> I have to take. Would you like to play a game? Shirt off. Yes. <laughs> Welcome back to the Four Hauntsmen. It is week number four, episode number four, the iconic number four for the Four Hauntsmen. This is Kyle. I am here with Drew. Hello. Nathan. That is definitely me. And Paul. Hey, everybody. And we are back. We normally would be recording every other week, but we set aside this week specifically because we were awaiting the millennial Y2J clock countdown uh, on the Soul Collector portion of the HHN Orlando website uh, for a big reveal. We were waiting for houses, for an icon, for the theme, for scare zones, for everything to be announced. And we, we pretty much got, got, we got nothing. I mean, I wouldn't nothing. say we got nothing, Kyle. We got a plethora, we got a, a cornucopia of things we got a sweepstakes we got a wallpaper we got wait th maybe those are the only two things <laughs> <laughs> we got a whole bunch of disappointment we got a whole lot of day. disappointment i, I was a... disappointed because i was right all along a week ago <laughs> when i said nothing was gonna happen yeah i started going towards that side this week when they sent out that email about the volcano bay try all the new food options a day uh -oh. after they cut all the food options from volcano bay so I genuinely feel bad as a, a friend and as a partner because I know I hyped this so much. And I think it was th this was the logical thing to do was to make an announcement. All of the hardcore um, HHN haunt followers had assumed, um, incorrectly so, that the logical thing would be that this would be some type of, of 
big release. I know that uh, Nathan took off from his job. Switch shifts, if you will. Uh, I'm getting buzzed. (laughs) It's the Nathan buzzer. Um, (laughs) Took off to, to make sure that we could record tonight on an off week night. And Paul, there was movement on your end. Yeah, yeah, I worked from home today. I, I talked about this on the first episode of the podcast. I worked from home just in, and at 10.59 was refreshing that page. Yeah. <laughs> um, so they they did announce the sweepstakes, right? Which I guess if, you know, there are, there are folks who are divisive on whether this thing um, was a big disappointment or not. Because some people are like, well, they never said it was going to be anything. And others are like, well, at this point, it's August 3rd, and people need to start deciding if they're going to book travel, because it's going to get more and more expensive, and we still don't know if it's worth going. Um, you know, the hardcore fans do. You know, the hardcore fans are going to go regardless, but I think the, the concern here is that right now, the hardcore fans aren't appeased because we're not getting announcements, and the more casual fans, like, are we going to... To, to Halloween Horror Nights this year in Florida aren't appeased because they don't know if it's worth paying for a plane ticket yet. I I, I genuinely think that this was, you know, I, I know on, on Twitter I, I use some choice words here and there, but um, this was a giant whiff at the plate for the Universal uh, marketing team. I think that there's um, things that go right at Universal, um, you know, in creative, and I know for years that um, there's been a, a, a divide between what creative is working on and what they're intending to do and what um, the social team and the marketing team and promotion team are getting together. Um, I think that when you hype something up, I mean, you know, the people on the social team have seen for, you know, weeks that people are talking about Halloween Horror Nights and they can't wait for the timer to, to click down. It's not like this was new. It wasn't something that was a shock. So if you think that people were going to be that disappointed um, in the messaging that they get or the result that they get at the end, what a, what a huge miss. You couldn't have pissed off your core people anymore. I mean, and, and the reality is, you know, the counterpoint, well, who's not going to go to Halloween Horror Nights? And you know what? That's true. Everyone's still going to go. But it's it's kind of like the mentality of the WWE fans. And for folks that don't know what I'm talking about, they put out such a crap product on week over week basis or when the when pay-per-views come out and you're like, that's it. I'm never going to watch this again. But then that, that next Monday night, you're tuning back in because you want to see what did they do to potentially right the ship? Because you love that product. Or you have an affinity that deep for that brand or that product. And you want to support it. This was a tremendous letdown and a huge gaffe. I mean, it, it only got worse as the day went on where people were complaining to the HHN social team and the team started taunting people. Yep. Yeah. And using and using horny devil emojis, which I don't think they know that's what that means. <laughs> um, yeah. But I, I, I think hmm? oh, I, you can go. Oh, no. Go ahead. I think one of the things, too, that, you know, we mentioned this, I believe I mentioned this on our last recording was, you know, there's people that go out there and they analyze the code of the websites and they analyze the image names that, you know, show up on the websites trying to figure things out. So this is your core fan base. They want to know everything and they investigate. So when you put a countdown clock on a website, 
naturally people are going to think that it's going to lead to something much bigger than a sweepstakes. So that was Universal's problem right then and there. I don't get how you can have a – and the countdown was up for over a month. So for something to be teased for over a month, you figure it's got to be something substantial. So for it to just be a sweepstakes that for the most part doesn't appeal to most of the people that are checking that site because you figure a lot of the people are locals yep. uh, that are big fans of the event. So the sweepstakes is just a huge – I mean it's a cool thing to do, but it's a huge swing and a miss as far as a countdown leading to that. And you know, with the blowback that they were getting from it, it's shocking to me that they wouldn't even just be like you know, like the purge is rumored to return as a scare zone. Just throw something out. You know, Academy of Villains is coming back. Uh, Purge is going to be back. Bill and Ted, which they haven't really confirmed just yet. But, you know, I mean, we all know it's coming back. But just anything. And, you know, the fans expected a lot because of the announcement, but that was never confirmed that was going to be the case either. So I feel like everyone's to blame on this, but Universal created the situation themselves. I would have loved to have been in the room when this idea was pitched. (laughs) <laughs> like you're gonna be that guy that stands up in front of everybody and goes all right all right guys listen to me 30 day countdown clock uh-huh yeah we're listening what's at the end of it contest <laughs> oh damn that's amazing oh my god you for a reason all right get get ted from accounting on the phone this is going through so yeah. you know like how does that happen like I don't know how many people they're pitching to, and I think that's the problem. I mean, we've seen that over the years, you know, before the advent of Twitter and people, you know, clamoring to short messaging for social media, and there was just the regular media, there was a disconnect already between what the creative team wanted to push out and what was being kind of fed to the traditional media or cargo short media um, out there. So, you know, this... It, it, it's only become more glaringly obvious, obvious that people are not connected. You know, it doesn't seem like there's an overall leadership to this, to, to, at the helm of this overall team steering the ship to say, this is what we're going to announce this date or we're going to do this, we're going to do that. I mean, you've seriously, you know, agitated the people that I, and I think, you know, here's my, here's my last thing that I'd, I'd say as far as how much I think that they've alienated people. We've talked about entitlement on here, um, and I think this, you know, went beyond the entitlement thing because it was kind of like a lure of, you know, we're going to finally get our 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 announcements. The people that they agitated are probably more of a core group that push out their message, and they're such loyal fans that they're not getting freebies from, you know, HHN or from Universal. They're not going to these media dinners or, you know, like the the media night where. They're getting plied with, uh, you know, as much free beer, or alcohol you could have uh, or, um, you know, food, you know, or special preference, to, you know, preferential treatment to go to the houses and stuff like that. These are people that are hardcore that go out the first day the tickets are available, buy the tickets and then push the hell out of the event on social media for them for free. And they have a big audience on social media where they're pushing out to other people. And those are the people that today were like, the, you know, what what the heck? What did you do? And in turn, the social media team comes out and, and is antagonizing people. It was ridiculous. I've never yeah. seen anything like it. Yeah, and on the flip side now, you have like hollow scream, scream again, everybody else just kind of, their eyes are lighting up like, oh, yes. <laughs> like, this is our time to shine. So You know what, I mean, though? I don't think you're going to see a big, I don't, I don't see a lot of people jumping ship just yet, but it definitely makes you think a little bit about everything. 
you know, a couple things to, to what you guys just said. If I was any other, if I was Hollow Scream, I would have called an emergency meeting to drop the drop the bomb on all the rest of the news today. Absolutely. <clears throat> like, take advantage. And I get that I don't stuff think they had time. it ready, though, Paul. I mean, I, I think get in that. Fairness. I, 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 I think mean, they... yeah. I mean, of course. I, and 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 I think that's the uh, that's the tricky part, right? That that getting that stuff prepared is is tricky. But I don't know. Like maybe some of the smaller ones, maybe you just kind of have to take advantage of that of this opportunity. Um, but you know, you were re- referencing like the WrestleMania crew or the re- the WWE folks. You know, the the loyalists who will watch it, even though you know, just hoping for something better. Um, you know, and I think that 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 does happen, but at some point it turns, right? And I think we're seeing a little bit of a turn today from people who are genuinely, normally like the HHN. I don't want to say apologists, but they don't see the wrong in the event. You know, they they focus entirely on the positive, and um, you know, a lot of people were just kind of like kind of harsh today in their responses that you, you uh, that surprised me because they're not normally harsh about the event. I, you I, know, one of the, one of the points that I made today and I, I stand by it and I, there was a lot more uh, support for it than I thought there would be is that as soon as Mike Aiello kind of stepped away from doing the Twitter account, that it's just become, it's become a mess, you know, like, you know, Mike, had so much stuff going on, but he always took time to post some like backstage stuff, answer questions. It was, it was a more personable experience. Now it's just nameless, faceless. And basically if it's not them posting news, whether it be a reveal or them posting tweets in Spanish about what's coming, it's just them doing little, little witty remarks to people that are not funny and they're not informative either. So I really think that once they kind of gave that Twitter account over to who I assume are the normal social media people, that everything really went downhill. Yeah, but they have that witty banter between the accounts. I mean, that's where they shine. And oh yeah, they're they're fantastic. I mean, I need that in my life every day. Believable. <laughs> it's basically just like like a power hungry child, you know got hands on some stuff and decides to play with it. I've never seen any other like Fortune 500 company um, treat the social media the same way that they they treat it here, you know, and I think it goes well beyond um, being comical or trying to relate to a younger fan base. I I just think that, you know, today was and it it was, you know, it was just borderline inappropriate to, you know, there wasn't like an apology. There wasn't an acknowledgement to say like, hey, you know, um, we, we should have done things better or, you know, just stay tight for next week, you know, or whenever, you know, it, it, it was nothing. It, it was literally, they, they tweeted a emoji back to somebody. Yeah. <laughs> I think next week they're going to be in full panic mode and a lot of stuff is going to start getting maybe like one a day. They're going to start revealing stuff. Well, they've got, to, Although, right? I mean, it's going to be mid August, uh, in, well, I, I, I say mid in, Next week we're we're you know getting to August 11th and it's like okay you know like something needs to happen because I know I keep referencing this because um, you know Kyle and Nathan live in Florida but Drew and I don't um, and like if I wasn't if I didn't have you guys down there to visit I would literally I mean I and I I know people I have friends who are literally like 
well, I'm kind of waiting to see what they're going to announce before I book my flight. And, you know, it's just, you, you can't wait till three weeks before the event to get a good price on a flight unless you get lucky. You want to get lucky? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, like I, the... I, I was more or less saying the same thing today where I said, you know, if it wasn't for the fact that if I was planning to go down for a weekend and if it wasn't for the fact of, you know, friends down there and all that kind of stuff, if I was going strictly for Halloween Horror Nights between the delay that they're having in announcing things and then what the rumored things are that they are going to announce, I would probably skip it this year. I'm, I'm at that point where I put money aside for that, you know, the ticket I've gotten the last two years with the all month with the free, you know, the, what do they call it? The express pass on every night, but Saturdays, actually, I think I had the Saturdays last year. Frequent and now year. I'm looking at, yeah, you had yeah, Saturdays last like, year. I don't know if I want to get two reasons. One, majority of people I know that are going are not are not going to be having Express Pass. So that was kind of weird last year. But then this time around, I'm like, how much do I really want to go? Because I'm convinced The Shining is going to suck. They're not going to. They don't have a likeness for Jack Nicholson. I'm just probably going to laugh the entire time I'm on it. Um, and everything else at this point, I mean, Ash versus Evil Dead. Okay, I'm excited for that. But I think after one or two times. It's gonna be like Krampus, you know. It's just gonna everything's gonna lose its sizzle for me. So, am I gonna go? Yeah, I'm gonna go, but I just don't know how often I'm gonna go, especially with everything else out there now. I mean, let's be real. They they could have announced um, Jigsaw today. Um, you know, I think that's widely speculated that that's coming. Um, but you know, you could have had at the end of the countdown. Um, would you like to play a game or something like that? Mm-hmm. That that's literally I know that that people are not looking for that house, but I that's like the Krampus of this year for me. I am looking forward to that house to be like the most ridiculously stupid thing. It's one of the only saving things that you know so far. There's there, you know Ash versus Evil Dead seems like it could be fun. I did pick up the the Blu-rays as per Nathan's recommendation last week. Best Buy twenty bucks. <laughs> there's not a lot to look forward to so far, and I think that. Maybe that's why they're dragging their feet. Well, and here's exactly the thing. Exactly why they're doing it. I don't mean to be down on the event, because I'm genuinely looking forward. I look forward to it every year. And I know there are folks who are disappointed in the IPs that are chosen. I don't really care about IPs. So every time they announce six IPs and three, uh, you know, original houses, I'm like, ah, can I just get like more original houses? Because I, I'm I'm really not a fan of the IP houses. I mean, I enjoy them, but I like but I feel like they put more effort in on their original properties. Um, Tomb of the Ancients aside, but so you know, I if it seems like this year we're gonna have if if rumors are to be true, you know, we're gonna get five mm. licensed property houses. We're gonna get uh, four original property houses, and so I'm okay with that. I just you know, I'm 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 looking forward to the event regardless. I just I think um you know, the last couple of years and I, I feel like we're focusing on the negative here, but uh I will say the last couple of years I feel like the website, the marketing, all that stuff has kind of gone downhill from what it used to be. The website used to be an event, a big thing, yep. you know, animations, videos, things like that. Um nowadays it's just like the images and you know it's it's not the same so i'm i'm hoping i don't know i I, maybe i'm hoping beyond hope because i think what we're seeing here is we're not going to get that you know one one final point because kyle said it and it just made me think of it if that countdown would have hit zero 
right? And then all of a sudden you would have had this. That would have been the greatest thing ever. I agree. But I will say, before we move on from this topic, and I talk about something else that disappointed me today, um, they the, the, the sweepstakes that was announced, um, you can go to hhnsweeps.universalorlando.com. Um, it is one grand prize winner will get a three-night vacation for two. It includes park-to-park mm. tickets. It includes um, two tickets for two nights for Halloween Horror Nights, round-trip airfare, ground transportation, hotel accommodations, tickets to the Scaractor Dining, and entry into the social media mm. meetup, which is occurring... <laughs> <There's a lot> of... <laughs> An entry into the social media meetup that happens on What's November on? 3rd. <laughs> if, if you're wondering what's going on, there's a lot of buzzing in the background, so we're cracking each other up. <laughs> and uh, seven first prize winners will each receive a specialty T-shirt. Um, and so if for those looking for the hints and things like that for the event, it shows one of the, the event shirts um, for the event. A lanyard, an uni mini, and a $100 gift card. Yeah, that shirt's... Uh... Must have a whole bunch of leftovers from Disturbs World Tour 2013 or something. <laughs> this shirt's so metal. It's got a skull on it. Badass. Oh, God. Yep. I can't wait to get that shirt. <laughs> <laughs> they probably sold it at Rockville for 40 bucks, and now it's at Universal. Oh, I hope they have like a matching flannel with it. That'd be perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Stop hating on Avenged Sevenfold. <laughs> I don't know how you caught that one. <laughs> yeah. How we connected the pieces on that one. So, <laughs> it's kind of horror related. Um, you know, I saw this link on Twitter that Patron teamed up with uh, horror director Guillermo del Toro to put together a very special collaboration tequila very limited edition uh Guillermo del Toro worked with an artist they designed the bottle um it's kind of a, a unique um it's it's not the normal uh Patron it's kind of got like a special Patron in it it is it, and it comes in a fancy box it's it's freaking gorgeous I mean it is absolutely a gorgeous um piece of art I would say and I'm like I I really I really want that and but. so I went to the website, you know, I had, I, I pulled, you know, I got to the, the link that said order or pre-order or whatever. And um, so I, I'm, I'm literally taking my wallet out of my pocket, clicking that button, and then it pops up with $475. Hold on, though. It said there's two different bottle sizes. <laughs> oh, it's there. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's I'm, the on the, I'm on it. Hold on, hold on. Four seventy-five is the seven hundred and fifty, the normal size, and there's a hundred. Oh, that's gotta be like what a shot. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it comes with a mini shot. I think what it probably does is it comes with two bottles. It comes with a bottle that you contain that. Um, oh, there it is. Yeah, it, it the bottle contains seven hundred fifty oh, milliliters of blended yeah. añejo tequila and a hundred milliliters of orange liqueur. So it's mm-hmm. kind of got both. Um, it's gorgeous. If you know anyone wants to open up a uh, a GoFundMe to get Paul to some tequila, I I fully fully endorse such a thing. You you can keep any overages over the four hundred and seventy five dollars plus shipping. 
I just bought a bottle of tequila last week from Sammy Hagar and uh, oh my god, dude! Oh, Adam Levine. They have a joint brand together um, since Sammy sold Cabo. Like Maroon um, Five, called, Adam uh, Levine. Like Mezcal. Yeah, it's it's. Uh, I haven't tried it yet, but I, that was like fifty bucks a bottle. So I thought that was super expensive. Does it cure acne? Yeah, it cures everything, <laughs> dude. It cures. Horrible no. social media <laughs> by Halloween Horror Nights also. There was a bottle I saw at Total Wine. There's a couple of them. I forget the name of the brand, but each one was a skull, and they were individually hand-painted. Yeah, yeah, I've seen those before. And those were like 50 or 60 bucks. Those are cool. Well, no. I don't know. Like, we, we, uh, we've become the tequila podcast. <laughs> there were worse things. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm going to get us um, to back to Hots, though. Um, Hollow Scream, Bush Gardens, uh, Williamsburg, Bush Gardens, Tampa. What's happening in uh, Williamsburg? So you know, a couple weeks back on my YouTube channel, you know, I, I, I looked at the website for Hollow or for Hollow Scream, and I was like, okay, okay, looks like everything's been announced. The website's been updated, so it seems like we get one new house, and that's pretty much it. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, no mm -hmm. big deal. I'll do my little summary video here on uh, Hollow Scream. And then, apparently, they weren't done with announcements. Um, Bush Gardens Williamsburg announced that they are replacing the Wendigo Woods uh, scare zone. Uh, well, I shouldn't call it a scare zone. They're called Terror Tories at Bush Gardens. And um, in the New France area of the park, which is uh, Canada, uh, it, they have <laughs> replaced Wendigo Woods with an, the new Axe Alley which is a Viking-themed scare zone to kind of go yes. the fact that they have the the new Invader roller coaster back there. So, heck yeah. I think that's awesome. Yes, the Dante Culpepper scare zone. <laughs> I wasn't even thinking about that, too. I was thinking of Zach. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, that's not, that's, that's, that sounds cool, though, man. That's like a different theme that you don't really see at stuff like that. You know, when they opened up Invader, they, had, they hired, like, tons of of Viking um, cosplayers. I wouldn't doubt that they, they called up some of those people to come back because they were, they had like a whole contest to participate in the, uh, the ribbon cutting. So yeah, I, I think it's a different idea. I think it'll That's work cool. well with the roller coaster. I'm, I'm all for it. That's like, we've, got, we've got a bunch of Viking costumes left over. What can we do with them? Maybe they'll <laughs> call up Randy Moss. He's retired now. <laughs> Adrian Peterson, if he's not beating kids anymore. It'll be the the purple people eater scares us. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> nah, dude, that sounds killer, man. Yeah, especially if they were to go on, like, Invader with you during uh, <laughs> all those screen hours. That would be amazing. Well, yeah. you know, they did at the, the, the opening event. They, you know, they the, there, there were people who won a contest to ride the roller coaster with them, so... I. I'm 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 all for it. I hope whatever they do that you know they, I will say the territories are something that um, Bush Gardens Williamsburg has been doing really good these last couple of years. Uh, they they had a new one last year called Sideshow Square. Bunch of props, really good actors. Um, so if if they you know put that same level of commitment into Axe Alley, I think it's going to be great. So how about down there in Tampa? We don't have any Axe Alley, eh? Ah, lame. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bush Gardens Tampa is it, doing great. Actually, today, um, as a result of the, the Clutch to Bomb with Halloween Horror Nights, I had tweeted at them and said, like, hey, this is your perfect time to step up and, you know, 
let us have it. Give us some announcements. And, uh, you know, they came back and they, they actually tweeted out a teaser picture of something that they said their announcement would be coming next week. But here's a picture to give you a taste of what's coming. So I thought that was really cool. Um, they didn't have stuff canned and ready to go for today. Um, but, you know, they, they did say that they were ready to make their announcement next week. Uh, but what I thought was really cool that they did do this week um, is that they've kind of been spreading the love on social media. And, we, well, we've been giving, um, you know, the Universal and Halloween Horror Nights teams kind of a, a, a bad review here. Um, on the other hand, for Hollow Scream, they do take things a little bit more seriously and they do have some wit, though, to, to things also. But um, they used Snapchat this past week to do this whole story um, backstage in their warehouse and take you around as the the engineers and the folks were carpenters were building their sets for their um, territories. So, you know, some of it you could tell what things were and other things were still um, in, you know, initial build stage. But it was a really cool vibe because it was kind of, you know, it's always the same guy that does their stuff on social media. Um, and I apologize if they're listening. Um, I don't know that the guy's name um, but it, it very much feels like the, the vibe of like a vlog or something where they're taking you along for the journey and showing off each individual piece in the stations that they've got going on. So, um, you know, the, the, it, it was really cool. I, I got a, a good vibe from it because it feels like you're kind of invested in what they're going to announce. And hopefully they should be announcing stuff next week. They did confirm that Scarlet would not be in the house this uh, year for on Earth, though, and I believe that that's for both um, Bush Garden defense. Oh, really? Okay, ours is still yeah. showing Scarlet on the website, which I found odd because that's um, <laughs> they're putting a new ride in that location where they no- that they normally use for the Scarlet. So maybe maybe there are more now. Well, on Earth is there? Yeah, I mean, on Earth is is there, but she's not in the the house. Oh, the character. like last okay. year through the house and we were like this is really weird like you know you get to that room and there's nobody in that room but um same thing again this year you know i wonder if part of that uh the scarlet thing uh, of her not returning is the fact that she was a character that was created by that blair witch project guy and the contract just rather than continue paying that contract just kind of let it go i don't know that could be doesn't seem really seem like there's a theme to the house without it having scarlet to it but more to come, so make sure you're, you're listening and subscribed to our podcast because uh, we'll keep you updated as we get updated. Yeah, so at least if we don't get a, a reveal from Halloween Horror Nights next week, you'll have one from Hollow Scream, and they've, they've kind of put it out there. And most importantly, one from the Four Hauntsmen. Bam! Psh. Yeah! Can we make it to five? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm getting kind of tired. <laughs> Buzz. <laughs> Um, for for local haunts Screamageddon which was Nathan and I's uh, favorite uh, local haunt last year it's in Dade City um, and for those that have asked about Screamageddon because we continue to get questions about that it is really kind of in the middle of nowhere uh, but it it delivers Um, they had gone radio silent on their website and their and Facebook and social media, they've come, out, they've come alive this week. Uh, we had re- reached out to them, asking them if they were coming back and, and things like that. They started hiring this week, and they responded to us just prior to recording time to say that they will be opening in late September. 
So they're back. Nathan, want to talk about Shallow Grave? They're back, too. <laughs> <laughs> they are back. We said the same thing last week. Uh, they're hiring. Um, they have uh, tweeted out a teaser picture for a house upgrade for 2017. So they said it, it's, it's still under construction, uh, but they did uh, put a little teaser out there. So they're, they're alive and uh, out there on social media. And I'll, I'll add to that, though, because they wrote the other day about um, kind of like a memory. Like, remember when Horror Nights you know, was not all conga lines? You actually used to be terrified. <laughs> um, it was like almost verbatim what they wrote. At the end of it, they put like, you know, basically they're doing the same thing. And I can agree with that because, like I said before, you don't go in with the. I mean, if it was the four of us, we could go in together and we will not bump into anybody else, any other groups the whole entire time we're in there. Um, and you'll jump. Like, it's very. They can touch you in there, but it's not like a Screamageddon where they can, you know, literally shank you and throw you against walls and everything else um it's more like they just kind of like brush up against you but you won't even know they're there that's what's crazy so i highly recommend that one yes nathan likes being touched love it (laughs) (laughs) if you see me just touch me samantha fox Uh, an ominous descent um they are also hiring they've noted that august 6th are auditions uh probably that'll be after or before or after one of the two. I've Before. now had five beers. Um, that'll be um, probably after. I'm oh, sorry. Yeah, this will drop after the hiring date or audition date, I think. Unless Paul works all night. Yeah. So the audition date is what day? August 6th. August 6th. So if you're lucky, it'll drop before. If you're not, they get it happened yesterday. Yeah. They get a DeLorean. <laughs> Do you have a DeLorean dealership in Central Florida now? There you go. Uh, they were actually at Tom, uh, Tampa Bay Comic Con, and uh, they've tweeted out that D. Snyder was visiting their house um, like a week or two ago, which I'd love to hear the story about. So maybe we'll get folks from either um, of those haunts on the line at some point. Maybe we'll get D. Snyder on. Yes. yes. He's been around the area this last couple of weeks. Man, he would attend the opening of an envelope, dude. He's everywhere. <laughs> he probably will not take it, though. Yeah, just don't ask him for a picture. <laughs> I saw him at Halloween Horror Nights 22, Two, just yeah, walking two. around. And then he was on my flight home the next day. Hmm. Flying jet blue, in case you were wondering. Because mm. it's the price that you'll pay. <laughs> so, it, um, just a quick story uh, for Beth D. Snyder and Twisted Sister. AJ Paro, the... the drummer from Twisted Sister that had passed away a couple years ago when I was getting a tattoo in Staten Island, New York. Um, sat there, like the entire time that we got uh, tattooed. He was phenomenal to talk to. So, I was a huge Twisted Sister fan, so if D. Snyder does want to come on the podcast, the hell with you. I'll take D. Snyder instead. <laughs> we can ask him about Strangeland. Yeah, that, um, <clears throat> that was strange. <laughs> yeah. So... Briefly, I wanted to mention uh, Midsummer Scream. It happened, as as of this recording, it happened last weekend out in uh, Orange something, California. Orange it, County? Or, Orange Peel? Or, or, orange <laughs> Orange Rind? Orange Crush? <laughs> I wish. Orange? Uh, I see Orange. <laughs> I see Orange is not at McDonald's anymore. It's not. What is the world coming to? Terrorists of one. 
<laughs> I would think take that off the menu. Oh God! <laughs> They're kind of like Nintendo. They hate money. Jesus. <laughs> so it was a big horror convention that occurred last weekend out in California. Um, you know, they had a panel on Halloween Horror Nights uh, where they made a bunch of announcements as to their California event. Um, you know, they're they're getting their info out pretty pretty steadily there. Um, you know, they they had the the not scary farm announcement, which I don't know if you guys saw, but they have uh, one of those like interactive flashlight houses have you ever been to one of those where the flashlight kind of it's it's like you have a flashlight but it basically does what they tell it to do Hmm. thing um it's called lights out is the name of the house um and they talked quite a bit about it in florida (laughs) (laughs) i think it looks i mean what yeah a little bit Lights out. Lights out. I think it looks pretty sweet. I mean, I've never been to Not Scary Farm. I don't think I've ever been to Not Scary Farm. I did think that uh, this year was the last year for Elvira being involved. Yes. (laughs) Oh, man. When I was in high school, like, there was a period when Universal Hollywood, there's actually two periods where they basically stopped uh, doing Horror Nights there. A lot of it had to do with alcohol. So Knott's was, you know, the reigning champion. Like, it would sell out. And, uh, the late 90s, a bunch of us went to Knott's, and Elvira had her little stage show. The only thing I remember from all that was at the very end, she's pretty much topless, but with tassels on her breast, and just, like, spinning them with fireworks attached to it for, like, five minutes straight. And, like, that's pretty much all I remember from all of Knott's Scary Farm in general. That's really the only reason to go. <laughs> Did I yeah. mention there's a DeLorean dealership in go. Orlando? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> So, uh, Not Scary Farm is in Buena Park, California at Knott's Berry Farm, September 21st to October 31st. It says 13 haunted attractions, over 1,000 monsters lurking in the fog. Uh, mm, for no. the first time, <laughs> for the first time, they're going to have a fast, um, a fright lane pass uh, that includes access to both houses and rides. Uh, Elvira, last visit, like we said. And uh, the name of the house, I'm going to correct myself, is Trick or Treat Lights Out. Armed with only a faulty flashlight, face the terror of the Green Witch's house completely in the dark. So, uh, if if we know anyone going to Not Scary Farm, make sure to uh, pop us an email for Hauntsman at gmail.com. Yes. Continue on with Halloween Horror Nights Hollywood, because uh, I think you touched on that there. Um, their, their website... Sorry. <laughs> like stunned by the buzzing we've missed the shots the shot clock's over um, <laughs> there goes a ghost too long Halloween um, Horror Nights Hollywood their splash page actually has um, something that looks cohesive at this point you know they're considering the Walking Dead a house for their event yeah um, you so know when I saw it I forgot that it was the permanent attraction and I did like a double take yeah, I mean, they have more to announce, but they did say they, they have eight mazes this year. They're getting the Jabberwockies back, the Terror Tram, the Scare Zones. Like you said, their website has been updated, kind of has this cohesive advertisement aspect to it. So There's no contest. Uh, there's uh, Yet. When the countdown clock runs out, maybe there will be. <laughs> That's a <pleasant> noise. <laughs> uh. 
so, all you need is like four Huntsman buzzers. That's what <laughs> I do. T-shirts. <laughs> you should just find like Oriental Trading Company or somebody must have like cheap buzzers that we just can put our brand on it. Well, you know, it's not on the outline, but before we pop off uh, the the haunt stuff, um, Halloween Horror Nights Hollywood, and not Hollywood, Halloween Horror Nights Japan. <laughs> we, I don't, I, I haven't even. Well, I guess I have been drinking, but that has nothing to we do had with it. Three good weeks. <laughs> yeah, it's all downhill from here, people. Um, Halloween Horror Nights Japan. Uh, you know, released uh, a, bu- a bunch of images this past week, too. And I know none of us are likely to attend the event, um, but they did show that uh, Cult of Chucky, I think is the new Chucky movie, um, hmm. is going to be, you know, they're going to have a house based on on that, uh, as well as I, I believe Jason is going to have a house as well. Like, they've got a pretty solid lineup out there. Yeah. And Tiffany's back in the new Chucky movie also. Yeah, I saw that, which is pretty sweet. Nothing gives you 11 million views like Tiffany and Chucky. <laughs> there you go. Well, by the, you know, next week, <laughs> when, uh, they announced the when, winner when, of the contest. Next Friday. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, 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 we're counting down on the countdown clock. Surprise, is not corn. <laughs> <laughs> next Friday, um, Locally, uh, one of our local breweries here in uh, Virginia Beach area uh, of Virginia, or I guess we're calling ourselves Coastal Virginia, um, O'Connor Brewing, it's kind of one of the the largest breweries out here, um, is releasing their pumpkin beer, the Punkelweiss. Um, and you know, according to to the owner of O'Connor Brewing, uh, Kevin O'Connor, they they time their releases basically once they know that. Sam Adams Oktoberfest is going to come out because basically once Sam Adams Oktoberfest comes out, everyone follows suit. Um, and so, Kyle, I think we're going to start seeing some pumpkin beer on the shelves next week. Yeah, we actually uh, um, we actually have a uh, a viewer um, both from the Cheap Seats and from uh, the the Huntsman that is a beer distributor that said that they are uh, typically sending their beers their pumpkin beers out to um, the vendors, you know, like the stores, um, first week of August. So we should start seeing things in stores. Uh, we were out at, uh, ABC and total wine, um, over the last week, um, looking for stuff, which ended up, you know, in me buying bottles of tequila and drinking five of the other craft beers that I found on the shelf now, because there was no pumpkin beer to be had. So I think it's interesting that there's no shipyard beer on the shelves yet and stuff, too, for uh, pumpkin beer, which is usually one of the first. Hmm. So it's odd that that's not out. Well, there's just one I'm looking forward to. Cigar City's a good gourd. You got to jump on that fast. Yeah, I had that last year. Yeah, that was one of the better ones, as well as that the preview beer that they have, the the, uh, chocolate one. Oh, the The seasonal sneak? Yeah, that's a good one. Crooked Can does one, too. Crooked Can? Yeah, I think do, everybody yeah. does it. You know, now. I'll, I'll be completely honest. Like we did the nights of the beer table last year, and we had a lot to drink that day um, because there was a lot <laughs> oh, of yeah, beers. We did. I mean, and then there was a ton of beers that were left over that we didn't try. That I did that like the following time. I find myself drinking, you know, like ten to sixteen beers at a time for some reason with these uh, pumpkin beers that come out. And even with the apps like Untapped, I can't even keep track of what any of them are. Every year is like Groundhog Day. 
because I can't remember what I've had from the year before that's good. Other than the, you know, the shipyard is the best for me, hands down, and the uh, the Cigar City beers have been phenomenal also. But outside of that, I can't remember any of them. Yeah, I mean, I remember my favorites, right? I know I like the Punko Vice. I know I like the Shipyard Pumpkinhead. Um, but I remember last year there was kind of like a uh, a big pumpkin shortage or something like that. So breweries were having trouble getting pumpkins. Or maybe it was just a bad season or something like that. No, they did say it was a pumpkin shortage. That's why I thought maybe that was... Um, That's why they put so much nutmeg in it. Yeah, it was a lot of nutmeg. <laughs> nutmeg. Uh, and full chips. So, you know what I'm going to do, actually, since we're talking about this? Um, in If you're watching this on YouTube, in the show notes below, if you're not watching this on... If you're going to iomgeek.com, um, or if you're going anywhere else, go to iomgeek.com and look for this episode. I'm going to put a link to the Knights of the Beer Table um, pumpkin beer review video that we had last year, because that was a lot of fun to film. Um, we have two different versions of the video. We've got one from Kyle and one from myself. Um, both the same thing, just kind of like different angles in the same room. Uh, but it was a lot of fun and really looking forward to uh, to sampling some pumpkin beer with you gentlemen this year. Yeah. Yes. And we'll probably forget to put the links in there because I always do anyway. Yeah, I mean, there is a 90% chance that there's no link anywhere. So just go to the YouTube <laughs> channel and look for it. <laughs> Just being honest. <laughs> <laughs> so, Kyle, anything you want to plug before we wrap up? Uh, no, just uh, continue to keep up with the feedback for the Four Hauntsmen. Uh, it's been great to see comments and to get the feedback from you guys. It's uh, very, very much well uh, received on this end as I'm trying to say those words and not stumble over them. So thank you very much, everybody. Yeah, uh, and to that point, uh, if you like us, definitely tweet out the link or whatever, or not, if you don't use Twitter, whatever. Get the link out there, you know, share the podcast with your friends, because um, we love we love hearing from you guys. We love hearing from new folks, too, so appreciate all the feedback there. The new kids on the block? I love they the new kids on the block, right? We should they have them on the hits, show. Yeah. <laughs> Chinese food makes me sick, though. <laughs> One of the greatest songs ever. In the summer. In the summer. <laughs> in the summer. <laughs> True. <laughs> Inside Universal Radio, new episode. I, I literally just recorded that today, too. So I'm so talked out right now. Like, seriously. But um, that should be coming sometime around the time that this is released, too. Little Halloween Horror Nights talk, little Dragon Challenge closing down at Universal talk, and then uh, hopefully more from both Inside Universal and Hauntsman next week, which would mean that we have some more concrete Horror Nights news. Wait, they're closing the Dragon Challenge? Yes, breaking. Is it going to be a full-time haunted house? Yep. All right. It's going to be a Game of Thrones house. (laughs) We know, we know, we know. Nathan. Yes. Do you have anything to uh, plug? I mean, not plug, more like a PSA. If you leave, um, let's say you make a protein shake early in the morning, and then um, <laughs> you don't finish the whole thing, and you leave it in your game room with all your prized possessions for maybe 24 to 48 hours, and just let it do whatever it's doing in the thermos, and then you're about to record something, and you're fidgety, and you pop the top, and it goes exploding everywhere, just don't do it. Just throw it away, or tell your wife, to, you know, clean it up like I did tonight before we recorded 
yeah. What you guys are missing is that we, the reason, one of the reasons we're so giggly, besides the fact that uh, Nathan's phone keeps buzzing, is uh, yeah, there was a, there was a protein shake explosion. <laughs> Right, right as we started recording this episode, explosion. That doesn't sound PG at all. <laughs> malfunction, all right. Yeah, they're, they're protein shake malfunction. <laughs> oh man, oh, that's too funny. Old boy game. <laughs> all right. Um. Thank you very much, everybody, for listening. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for putting up with the silliness. Um, we've made it four episodes. Hopefully, we'll make it five. And with five, hopefully next week, we will have more concrete information to share with you guys. Today was more of a hangout, which I hope you guys enjoyed. A little bit more uh, loose and laid back. And we will be back next week with more Fall Haunts Memories.